Hi everyone, and welcome back to Greater Manchester Stories. Our guest this episode is a returning guest, Stephen Hayes. He's a gentleman who wrote the book, Rotten to its Core, all about Greater Manchester Police, and he's a former police officer in Greater Manchester himself. Um, so first of all, welcome back to the show, Stephen. Thank you, thank you, good to be here. Um, last time we talked about the failings of Greater Manchester Police in general, the lack of training, the fact that the leadership don't have a backbone and a lot of it, a lot of them now don't have the frontline experience because they've got degrees to move up the line. But this time I wanted to talk about something that was quite shocking. And that was a couple of years ago when the chief constable at the time, Ian Hopkins, had to resign. Now, was he, did he resign? Was he fired? Was, was, what went on there? Pushed. He would have been, well, they, they would have been sacked, but they don't sack you at that level. Whatever you do, you don't get sacked. You're allowed to resign and the pension, full pension. So it's just a way of life, really. And there's so many resigned senior officers that should have been sacked, some that should have been prosecuted. But, um, you know, I can give examples. Yeah. But... So let's talk about Ian, Ian Hopkins then. Why was he forced to resign? Well, all the accumulating nonsense all came to a head, really. There was 80,000 crime reports were binned. Um, and there was just general nonsense all the time. The conduct, IOPC had uh, investigated what they were doing, found it to be diabolical. And he had put in writing that he refused to accept their report. So anyway, but he was allowed to resign. Nobody does that. The IOPC are supposed to be God, but of course they're not. They're staffed by ex-police officers. And again, it's the police investigating the police. But um, anyway, that was it. He went. And uh, so that was it. Start again. And yeah. Steve moved in. Hard-nosed Steve Watson. Supposed to go clean it up or he'll go in two years. But he hasn't. He's joined in. He, he now is defending the indefensible, like everything else. You see this, uh, the Malkinson thing that's erupted. Andy, whose uh, appeal has been successful now, come out of prison. Zana uh, Man. That's her, yeah. She was, uh, that's come out. And that's all while my book was being printed. I, can't, I couldn't keep up with what was happening. There's mm. so many. And I've tried in context and that's the secret really right so if we look at ian hopkins so was he ian hopkins fired or made to resign because of the mistakes he made or was this accumulation over years and decades and then finally someone had to go because of it all yeah well what what, what happened there there were several issues obviously the way the force was conducted but he just carried on from peter fye now, Fai had a terrible history while he was the chief constable, abusing the high court with all sorts of nonsense and evidence and escaping prosecution and hiding behind health and safety reports. And But he was never, and he should have been prosecuted, and he was knighted. Yeah. They do. think They're knighted. I've not referred to any sir in the book. I've just called them by the name because I've no respect for the knighthood issues with the police at all you know it's disgraceful but uh, Fahi when he was at Cheshire before GMP 
just left and then a bomb burst there where 60,000, 80,000 crime reports were found to be missing. And the force was so badly run and conducted that they had to give a list, and it's in the book, a list of things that they'd done wrong and uh, they needed to put right. And they were put under heavy special measures. But Fahey left to come to Manchester. No investigation on his qualifications or anything. He probably sailed through, been able to speak Spanish and French. Well, that's but, quite handy on, on the streets in Manchester, Spanish, French and Portuguese, whatever he spoke. Nothing. Um, but anyway, he he did this again in Manchester. He hid 80,000 crime reports and then he, he, he left. And uh, they extended his tenure short for a short time anyway. I think they were waiting to see whether they was going to discipline him or whatever and they sort of hung on to him but they said he did such a good job he was being allowed to stay but it was obvious when you look at it again in context i keep saying that because i think it's important because there's so many people on uh not youtube what's it called the x twitter twitter, twitter. i had um there's so many people on Twitter who are actual whistleblowers, very well-informed whistleblowers as well. And uh, But you see them and you think, good grief, you know, but then they're gone. And then it's something else the week after. And mm. nobody remembers all the incidents packaged into one tenure by one chief constable. And Fahey takes the gold cup by miles. Absolutely disgraceful. I mean, he abandoned all the kids in uh, Rush Home that were being groomed by Asian paedophiles and uh, said actually said on Good Morning Television that he was going to sort out the was it Jennifer Ag Aguero or something yeah. problem, but never did. He just said it on television and then never did and said, I can't remember saying that. Well, he told so many lies, there's no wonder he can't remember it. But anyway, he left. Then, again, Greater Manchester Police re retired and um, all hell broke loose again and Pilling fell for it. Yeah, was Hopkins, it? Hopkins. And Hopkins fell for it. Um, so a lot of it wasn't his fault. It was Fies, but he inherited it. Mm -hmm. But it was very good anyway. You know, there's so many things that he just carried on with. That was the trouble. All this culture of corruption and ducking and diving and they can't get me, I can do anything. That it just carried on. You see, they had um they had an assistant chief constable at the time, Mohammed Hussein, who was running Operation Green Jacket. And as it turns out, when you research it as I did, about 10 other operations. Uh, on these paedophiles and he was giving interviews to the Manchester Evening News that had write anything that any policeman said true or not but to the Independent to the Guardian anybody who would write an article and he was talking about there was 400 suspects and 57 arrests and everything was going and they had so many men on this operation and it was lies absolute lies there's six men on trial in Rochdale now, I think. So 
as soon as Watson came in, he seems to have quietly got rid of him, but you can't find that anywhere. And he went to North Yorkshire again, which is like the dumping ground for failed officers in Greater Manchester, because we had a... Can I carry on with the story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a situation in the Anthony Granger inquest, um, or the inquiry, where Assistant Chief Constable Steve, Steve Haywood was so heavily criticised by Judge Teague that um, how he wasn't charged or recommended to the Department of Public Prosecution, I don't know. Can I just read what the judge said about him? Yeah. And GMP generally. GMP chose to lean towards the culture of obfuscation, denial, secrecy, and an instinct to defend the indefensible. And that was Judge Teague. So in his summing up, he said that. But they'd produced documents that they later admitted they'd forged and all sorts. So he went, Steve Haywood, I think it was him, he went to North Yorkshire Police again. Mm. But he got to Chief Constable for a few weeks and then, then retired. So all that seemed to be a scam to get him on full pension and out. So there's so much needs investigating, it's ridiculous. Well, as you know, I'm running for Mayor of Greater Manchester, which is also the Police Crime Commissioner of Greater Manchester. And if I win, which is a long shot at the moment, but if I do win, my full attention will be Greater Manchester Police, um, because it can't go on like this. But we'll we'll see what I can achieve. It won't be down to incompetence or not wanting to, to change it. I will spend my time changing that force. Well, thank you again, Stephen, for coming on the show. For people who want to buy your book, I'll put a link in the description. Go buy his book. You'll find it really interesting. Shocking and upsetting, really, but, but very interesting. So thanks again for coming on. Sid Waddell, uh, the darts commentator of years ago, used to have a saying, "It's you'll hear fat dripping off a chip. It's right. so... That's what he about uh, really good results in the darts. No one will remember him but me. Yeah. I think this retiree from the police <laughs> to retire so anyway that's it god bless him that's great thanks Stephen. bye-bye pleasure pleasure